Megadad's Checkpoint is a mature-rated podcast for mega grown-ups only and has been studied by top podcastologists and deemed safe for public consumption. Welcome to this very special edition of Checkpoint, mostly because we're declaring a winner in the console wars, and only because we're just decide we just decided like that's the kind of power this show wields. I just want to let everyone know. So thank you for all for all the fans that ended up giving us this power. And I feel I feel like I'm I'm like a weird benevolent dictator all of a sudden. I don't really know where this is going as <laughs> as usual the checkpoint openings they i i even i don't know where they're going to end when i start them but you know thankfully we've got some seasoned professionals with me for once we've got uh, representing the mega dads this time out we've got the newest mega dad sebastian former guest now upgraded to mega dad proper Woo-hoo! what's up what's up ha- happy to be Woo-hoo. here how are y'all doing today Hey. We're doing good. Uh, I, I do want to say that being part of the you know the the business side of the chats with you on has made me feel extremely old and uncool. So thank <laughs> what you. Is that? Thank you for that. You know, it's just you're 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 a very smart and driven young man. And and to to quote to quote my father, people like that find nothing but success, and we want nothing to do with them. Uh, I feel yeah. So feel ya. so no, I get that. But I'm excited to have you back on. Um, I'm equally excited to get. Uh, I, I like. I again. I always say this, but I always try, try to get, get guests cooler than me, which is surprisingly easy. But I keep outdoing myself because we we got a really super cool guest. They, they go by Kiniku Mao on the Twitch. Oh, yeah, that's me. I am and Kiniku Mao. <laughs> you are also part of the 2D Con Orbit. Yeah, which we've talked about before. We're big fans of the convention. We'll talk a little bit more about that Thanks. at the end of the show. Absolutely. Especially if you're in the Twin Cities area, come on down and say hi. There may be more than one Megadad in attendance. Just mm. giving you a, a, a heads up. But we are going to talk. We're going to do something a little different. Normally, we kind of make this a little more general and just kind of end up talking about whatever. But we're going to focus on the Sony PlayStation presentation that happened just, a, I think, a few days ago as of this recording. Might have even been last night. I don't even know. <laughs> because... <laughs> Because I am, I am, I am old and out of it. But also, I I've been, I've been burned so many times by these presentations. And and are we talking about Sony's? We're talking about uh, just hmm. just presentations in general, video game presentations okay. in general. Just years. This is years of E three angst coming out in this. <laughs> but I've been so burned by this stuff that I kind of tune it out. Like I don't even think about these presentations anymore. You know, I'm kind of like that too. Okay, thank you, oh, thank you. Man. I'm so, a little bit like that so, too. So, so I, I, it wasn't on my radar, despite the fact that I'm, you know, a pretty much uh, a solo uh, PlayStation gamer at this point. Uh, mm. I, I do a little more, a little some PC stuff, but I'm almost entirely on, on PlayStation. And honestly, if it wasn't for RimWorld, I probably wouldn't be a PC gamer at all either. Uh, so it's, so I, I should this should be for me. But it, it, it wasn't. So, But I've been reading I about haven't. it, and there's some cool stuff here. But I figured I want to get two people that multiple people have told me are extremely excited about what they talked about. So I figured mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to absorb your enthusiasm through, 
through the microphones, and hopefully I will have something approaching a feeling by the end of the show. Okay, let's hope. Um, that got okay. really da- that got really dark at the end there, but that's fine. Yeah, that's that's you, just how I roll. Several several follow up questions. <laughs> First of all, who hurt you, man? Like, E three hurt me. Let's start. Let's start with let's, let's start with E three here. Okay. Um, oh, it's 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 you, it's you don't have it's, to let that like they already they already having their own struggles. E three is you oh, don't have to that, let that's that's be, that's that's because my voodoo dolls are working. Uh, <sighs> but you know it's 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 really just I, I I've I and this has been a kind of a recurring thing on this show is is I've been so I'm so kind of bored with video game marketing for a oh, lot of reasons, man. and so I, I I'm like anti hype train. So it's it, it just it, I I just don't it, it just doesn't appeal to me just because I don't know how many times I've been either going into a game having followed the development and all of that and either have it canceled uh, or it's just not that good and by the same token I've been more surprised by games or more I've enjoyed more games that I knew nothing about going into it than I have. Mm the ones that I followed. So it's like, in my mind, my record is more, the less I know, the better chances I'm going to like it. So I just avoid yeah. all that stuff. Yep. I have a friend huh. just like that. And yeah. I don't myself. Do you do this with movies as well? I, mm. you know, that's that it's yes. Kind of. I, once I've determined I've, I'm going to see a movie and it's kind of the same with video games too. Once I've determined I'm going to, to purchase it or, or consume it in some way, I check out. I'm like, I don't need oh. to know anymore. I don't, I don't want to know anymore. It's just, I'm out. Mm-hmm. And so like one thing we're going to be talking about is like the new Assassin's Creed that they talked about uh, at the show. I'm probably going to buy that. So I have zero incentive to learn anything about it before I buy it. Yeah. You know, so it's like, so it, it's more, I, I'm more interested. I, I'm, I'm still very much of that. And, and again, this is going to date me. I'm very much of that video store generation where it's like, I like to just browse and, and gamble and, and just be like, okay, this looks kind of fun. I'm going to, but not know anything about it going into it. Mm-hmm. So, so that's just where I'm at, but I've been talking too much. Uh, Sebastian, so, so, so ba- <laughs> so you know, sell me on how I'm broken inside. Oh, okay, man. Uh, it's not just you're broken inside. I think you just, you just, Live life on the edge, man. You're you're a gambler, so to speak, yes. in ways that I I can I couldn't imagine myself living that kind of lifestyle because like I need to know I I'm an informed buyer, so to speak. Like especially with video games and the especially when we moved into like this seventy dollar tier video games oh, now, yeah. yeah. Where I'm feeling like, man, I need to know like, is this a Sebastian game or is this very much like? Hey, am I just stepping out on a ledge and hoping in good faith that this will be good? Because like, I you know like I'm one of those people who like I need I want a proven track record for the things that I like to enjoy. So like, for instance, um, I you know like you said Assassin's Creed uh, as an example. I'm like that that game, and we'll talk about it probably more as the show comes on. Has to me immense pressure put on it right now. Like. I, I don't think it has Starfield levels of ma- amount of pressure on it, but I don't think I don't think there's going to be the same amount of goodwill ap- approached at this game like previous Assassin's Creed games were like, especially within this last decade. And just and I feel like with everything going on with Ubisoft over the past like year or year or so, yeah, that game's gonna have pressure. To, and I I don't necessarily know if the Ubisoft name can carry it. I mean the the Assassin's Creed 
name can just blindly carry it with a lot of gamers nowadays. So yeah, that's why I was just like, man, it's your lifestyle, man. It's so interesting. I'm I'm kind of <laughs> jealous in a way. Don't no no never be jealous of me, please. For the love of God, <laughs> do not do that. That is a mistake. Mao, do you want to yeah. go? Yeah. What was about like what you were saying about the whole like. Uh, you know, don't hype yourself up and everything. You know, don't watch trailers. You don't watch anything about gameplay. You don't. You don't read like articles about it. Any kind of previews, right? I try not to. Like it's. Yeah. It's very much. It, it's. It, it just. It doesn't appeal to me. Yeah, for me, it's probably I'm too much of a hype person. <laughs> so if I see something and if it has, for me, it's always the art direction. If a game has really good art direction, I will hype up for it. I will start looking into the game and seeing the game. And generally, I'm never disappointed. But when it comes to, like, say, like, you guys are talking about the Assassin's Creed. Me, I could care less about it. Even though I do like the Assassin's Creed games. But they all look the same to me. So I'm just like, eh, you know, I'll try it. I'll play it. I'll, I'll probably really enjoy it. But for me, I don't know. I think I have to actually get my hands on the game to be like, yes, this is the best. Or I don't know. I don't know. Like, right now, my biggest ones that I'm, obs- like, obsessed about is uh, probably Metal Gear and the um, Street Fighter which I'm sure you guys are going to talk about too, right? Right? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, it's yeah, it's actually it, it's actually funny because I, I was thinking about this. I I'm like a post hype guy. Now the more I think about it, because like if I end up liking something, that's when I go back and I watch all you know all the no clip documentaries and and all the behind the scenes stuff. Like mm-hmm. I'm that guy. Like I'll read all the Wikipedia articles and the, and the history of all the stuff. Like if I'm into it, but always after the fact. It's yeah, never. I before. think everybody needs some time with the games to actually be like, you know what? It lived up to the hype in this. It's like absolutely. You got you got to go in there not expecting too much because we expect a lot, especially with a lot of AAA titles and stuff. And like games are going digital, like you know, for you know, forever now. And games get updated a lot. And you know, use and doing like I know video game development takes time and stuff. And a lot of people get really mad with games when they get launched due to their you know bug counts and everything there's a ton of bugs in those games and they get real people get really really upset about that and it's hard it's it's really hard to be i don't know into it (laughs) and before we get into like breaking down some of our the the things we're excited for or things we have we have commented on uh, I also want to just further really cement my curmudgeonliness here on this. It's it's also like I can't stand the commentary about the marketing. Like I can't, mm. you know, it's like I, I comment sections just kill my soul. So it's it's always that, yeah. that's yeah. always another one where it's it's uh, it's just difficult. But let's let's go through some of the stuff because it was it, yeah. it was a long one. I, I mean, I think it, it, I mean, it seemed from, from how much from how much they revealed. It, it sounds like it sounds like it was quite a long whole. It, it was. I was not expecting it. It's an hour long. They um yeah. they talked about it before the showcase that this one was going to be an hour. Um, they ended up showing uh, roughly thirty seven games. Um, if lot. you include collections, if you include collections, it's forty. I I you know like mm-hmm. that is one of the meatiest uh, like showcases we've seen by numbers and by the number count for for sure. So. I'm interested though. Well, are you going in like chronological order? Or are you just going by? Let's just let's just bounce interest? around. Let's bounce around. You know, let let's okay. let, let's let the guests go first. What what you you mentioned Metal Gear? Yeah, I was crying, <laughs> and I started oh, singing the song. I started singing along to the song and everything. I lost my mind. And I was screaming. I sure I'm sure people were probably like still sleeping in the house, and I woke them up. But man, I'm really excited for that. I love Metal Gear Three. It holds a really, really, really deep place in my heart, and I just it's so fun. And seeing that it's getting remade on current consoles just has me super psyched. 
super psyched except i'm kind of on the, like a little bit like oh no like because you know how metal gear 5 came out and it was a huge mess and kojima productions and konami they didn't have this whole thing going on they they ended on a bad note you know and metal gear is now not part of kojima so it's like is it going to be fun and charming like how the games were yet action-packed and awesome they said they're going to add new elements to it and i'm excited to see what they do i'm really excited i think it's gonna be cool yeah yeah i i like the optimism i i think you're i think you're right there like i think a lot of people have the same um level of joy to see that this franchise come back but there there's also that what does metal gear look like in 2023 when kojima's Mm -hmm. not the one at the helm and it's um i believe you know like the way metal gear has been in development uh, they've been really cagey about this one and it's uh, mostly because like the development studios behind um metal gear solid 3 snake eater and now just metal gear solid snake eater because this looks like it's just this is going to be the start of the franchise yeah. because of where it's at chronologically it's just you know like i it's the studio that's behind it i think is a lot of people's like trepidation it's not mm-hmm. just the fact that you know, Konami put out that terrible middle Metal Gear side like side experience a couple of years ago that completely fell flat on his face is the mm-hmm. fact that, you know, this is coming on the helm of like a studio that hasn't really done very much outside of like ports before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, in all optimism, it's good to see this franchise back and kicking. I I um I'm happy for a lot of people i've never got to experience metal gear solid 3 5 was my first entry into the the franchise so Three you know, is very good yeah i hear it's great i you know my hope for this is, and virtuos is the the studio's name um that's doing that's been at the helm is like my hope for this is like i hope that they can do this justice and be like a good remake that feels modern but yet still like holding true what the principles of the the game originally was very mm-hmm. similar to what capcom's been doing with resident evil yeah like, i was just gonna say something like that too yeah resident evil yeah yeah I've, they've been doing good work with that franchise in a way that i think survival horror game fans and resident evil fans really appreciate mm-hmm. i'm actually excited about the metal gear stuff as well mostly the 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 collection the first three games being collected for ps5 mostly because i played the first one when it first came out way back in the ps2 era and i enjoyed it and then just like missed the boat on two and three like i never got around to it and i'm i haven't i've not experienced a lot of kojima stuff like pure kojima e stuff but everything i read about him and everything i've you know every kind of exposure i've had to stuff seems like he's my kind of weirdo so mm-hmm. so i'm like i'm sure i would love these but i've never i've never got around to it and by up until this announcement of the ps5 original trilogy there hasn't really been an opportunity for me to like go back to those old games and so that is exciting for me because like the metal gear Solid was always one of those series that i feel like i would really enjoy i did like the first one but i also never got that far because i was a completionist and i refused to move past the torture scene in the first one if unless i beat it (laughs) Uh, and I never beat it, so I never got past mm. it. Uh, so because because I w- I was a very angsty child as well as an angsty adult. Uh, so yeah, th- this is this is not a new development on my part. So I really am looking forward to, to playing the the collection even before the remake of the yeah. third one. So it's I, I'm I, I'm I'm 100 down for these 
you know, bringing back the old games, even if the, even if it's not like a, a remake, just making them available yeah. for download uh, in, in a reasonably working fashion is mm-hmm. is great for me. Just because, especially that era, because I was also much more of a PC gamer at that point, and so I missed okay. a lot of the console that console generation. Um, so so I'm excited for Metal Gear. I'm also I I, I like Street Fighter Six, mm-hmm. uh, not to play. Because uh, because I suck at it, but it, it, it's a lot. It, there's a lot of fighting games now that are just beautiful to look at, and and Street Fighter Six Street Fighter yeah. Six is is one of the better ones, and so I'm excited yeah. to watch footage of it now. Yeah, it's super fun. I got to play the beta. Uh, was it last weekend? I think, and I just I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop playing. I was I was on live streaming it for like nine hours straight just because of how much fun I was having with it and. It's it's great. You get to just seeing all, what everybody's making for their like world tour characters, and then being able to like, inter, you know, have it's more of a social hub now. So it's just being able to go and interact with people, fight them, and just have a good time. You know, hang out with your friends, ha- just meet new people and stuff. And the it's interesting that you know I was thinking that ranked matches in the game when you played the game uh, that they wouldn't allow the modern control settings to be put in these ranked matches but they they allow it which is surprising so i got really annoyed with that drive impact because everybody would just spam the mess out of that new mechanic <laughs> but i loved it it was fun oh yeah sebastian you, you're you're not a fighting <laughs> gamer guy and I, I know you're i know you're a single player guy yeah i mean no this is this isn't my genre if i'm being honest <laughs> with you you know like I, my fighting games are like the uh, my extent of that is the pro wrestling games like i will you know i'll play those until like always the day is long but like i'm not not a fighting game fan but like you know like this this year is like a really really cool year for gaming considering but it's not necessarily a sebastian year for gaming because like i it it isn't like it's a really cool year because like i like fighting game fans are feasting this year they're going to be like and it's so delicious yeah, Tekken. Uh, Tekken's coming. You got Mortal Kombat coming. You got uh, Street Fighter coming. Survival horror fans, y'all are eating out here. Y'all are absolutely feasting. All you can eat buffet. You had uh, what is it? Um, Dead Space. You had Resident RE4. You have Alan Wake coming. It's just like, yeah. like back to back to back survival horror and fighting games. I'm a chicken, and I'm not a fighting game person. So I'm like, this <laughs> isn't quite my and quite my year as far as like the big AAA level games. Yeah, concerned. this is a year for Mao. I will say that this is definitely a year for me. So I am. I'm the, super the year psyched of for both Tekken and Street Fighter. Yep, the year of Mao. Well, watch out! Watch I think out that should everyone. be a T-shirt. That's I think really it good. should be. I think it absolutely <laughs> should be. The year of Mao. The, yeah, the yeah. year of Mao. Well, and to be fair, Sebastian, you had a good year last year. Yeah, yeah, I was eating last year. <laughs> yeah, man. so like, I so was... I mean, you gotta you gotta share the wealth a little bit. But man, I'm hungry. Dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was last cool. year. You guys are right though about those visuals though for those fighting games. They are gorgeous. Like you see that like those those muscle details in Tekken Eight. Holy mm-hmm. shit! Same with Street Fighter. Holy shit! They, it's like they're really pushing these consoles and stuff to the max and even PCs. Like I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait. I'm sorry. And the crazy thing is, is like we're not like. I read a report earlier today. It's like most games have only um, only hit thirty percent of what the yeah. console is capable of. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I heard something like that too, and I'm just like, geez. I mean, we're only in like what they said in the PlayStation showcase last night. Only the third year of the PlayStation Five, so, mm-hmm. and they mentioned it like they've yet to push the system to its max. So who knows what we're gonna see? I, I'm always <laughs> I'm always very curious, and again, I'm putting on my curmudgeon hat uh, again. I'm always curious how true that stuff is, though. Mm-hmm. 
Because, I mean, I, I, I will 100% believe that, you know, the, the techniques that the developers are using to, to maximize the hardware, they're going to get better over time and, and people are going to find tricks and all that good stuff. But it's like, are, are, is it really 30%? You know, is it really that low? Because I, I mean, let's be, let's be honest, though. I'm like, I've, I've seen things that I've seen, game, like, things and feats in games right now that I don't think could, like, operate on a, PS, a PS4. Oh, yeah. and I, oh, sure. And I would probably say PS4 is at least 30% the, the power level of a PS5. You know, you know, you can take take or leave like 10% there, but like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you know, like, uh, not to be like too mathematical with it, but like, you know, like, I see Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and I don't think that game run, it can run on a PS4. Like, legitimately, the way you can do the ray tracing, the fur K, the, the way like the, the quick load times. Yeah, those load times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pop in between dimensions at a at a moment's notice. Yeah, it's that to me is like it's almost unbelievable how well that like how well they accomplish mm-hmm. that that mission. And then you see like I don't know if y'all played the new DLC for Horizon um, Forbidden West, which is no, Burning Force. No, I haven't. I haven't. They have a mech in that game that is legitimately a skyscraper size mech. And I don't, and I don't think I could, I don't think I've ever seen a spectacle like that during the PS4 generation. And I don't necessarily know if like a game, a a PS4 could have ran a spectacle like that. You know, like even when you look at like, when you look at games like Shadow of the Colossus, because I know people are like the, the, the Colossi in that game are huge. This mech is bigger than those. And it's also highly defined. It also is a mech with ray tracing and, and particle effects. And it's also like going in and out of the water seamlessly. Like Polygon counting that, it must be high. It it's it's amazing. <laughs> at least it's seven. legitimately I'd like to yeah, see it, but Yeah, it's at least like one of those moments in video games to where like I and it's in a DLC, so I it's gonna go a little under the radar, but it's one of those moments to where I'm like Oh crap! This is what games could do in 2023. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then at the same time, we're looking at you know the graphical powerhouse. You're also having games like Ultros, which <gasps> is extremely cool looking and yeah. and could run on probably a pocket calculator at least graphically. Uh, yeah. So so I I think that's really interesting. It'd be funny. It'd be funny if that game is going to be taxing the system in any appreciable fraction of what horizon would be doing. I'm always, I'm always curious. <laughs> yeah. I'm always curious with these kind of low fidelity graphic or, you know, the, the, the eight bit, 16 bit style graphics, but they're always uh, doing uh, some funky stuff. So like Ultros has got a lot of, you know, kind of lighting effects and things like that. That isn't truly a kind of 16 bit or however you want to define it. Uh, graphic style like it's doing more than that original hardware would have been able to do but it's still in that style so i'm always curious like what the the horsepower is doing for that kind of stuff i you know i you know that's you know almost comparing apples to oranges with a indie game uh with oh, the sure. indie game where with a massive triple a game with a hundred million dollar budget but like you also have to like here's what i i kind of like put the bar at ultros can run on a nintendo switch Horizon from Bidden yeah. West, just the base game, cannot run on a Switch. <laughs> That's true. That, that you is, know, no, that, that is valid. On that is one. That is one hundred percent valid. So it's. Yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm excited. I I'm such a sucker for that art style. Um, I'm generally a sucker for like the the time loop kind of play style. Um, mostly because it, it's like we're gonna build in the fu- like that's why I like roguelikes because it's like we're gonna make it a part of the oh, game yeah. that you're gonna suck, which is like great. Like now I don't have to feel bad. 
uh, you know, it's it's the anti uh, uh, Dark Souls uh, motto, um, where I will just always feel bad for everything. Uh, but it's I, I love that style. I love uh, I love the visuals that I'm seeing out of it. It reminds me a little bit. And of course, now I'm forgetting the game. Oh God, I'll edit this out. I can't remember now. Uh, but there, there was, there was, a, it was a, a side-scrolling game, and you had like a cone head. Oh my God, uh, cone head. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna type cone head side-scroller and see what comes up. Uh, While you're doing that, I do think this has like a weird, like the aesthetic is, you know, the driving force behind the game, but like. It also kind of reminds me, it feels like a level that you'd see in a Rick and Morty type of game. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. And I, I love that art style. I love the, the gameplay um, mechanics here because it, it is like a nice, cool twist on a well-worn Castlevania-style game, like Metroidvania-style game. Metroidvanias, I, yeah. Yeah, I, and, and we've gotten quite a few of those, especially like I review a whole lot of indie games, so I'm like, We've gotten a lot of those recently, and it's one of those to where I like the unique twist. Um, I wonder what what it'll do uniquely gameplay-wise um, to really stand out on that front, more so than just the aesthetic front. So that, that game was uh, Blasphemous, was the name of that game. Blasphemous. Uh, it's a Metroidvania. Blasphemous. It's, a, it's a fabulously weird game. It's, it's, it's incredibly, it's very European. Uh, which isn't surprising because I think it's a Spanish company that, that put it out. Um, mm. But also, random fact, you'll also be happy to know that there's a Katie did called the False Robust Conehead. So I just saw that while I was Googling there. So there's your there's your insect fact for the week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, not a robust conehead, but a false robust conehead. So just just keep you know keep update your notes accordingly. Uh, you mentioned Alan Wake. Alan Wake 2, and I'm excited for this, and and this kind of goes back to what I was talking about before, about not going into anything knowing anything. So last year, one of my favorite games I ended up playing was Control, which is in the Alan Wake universe, but I'd never, I think I played Alan Wake 1 when it first came out, like I played like an hour or two, so it's like I was definitely not aware of all that whole universe, but I loved Control. And so I'm, I've been really digging into that universe, and so I'm excited that they're doing more with Alan Wake 2. Uh, and and it looks, like like you were saying uh, before, Sebastian, like this is a good game, this is a good year for for horror shooters. And, and Alan Wake is a, definitely a horror shooter, but not a horror shooter. Like it, it's, it's, it's a definitely a, an interesting twist on that kind of model. Isn't it like a detective game too? Yeah, it is yes. very much. Oh, um, okay. I've almost... never played them, so I'm like, okay. I'll so play it, maybe. yeah, <laughs> I like that. There, there's a oh. horror aspect where you're using a flashlight to destroy demons. So okay. the, it's it's kind of in that old school Resident Evil, like you have very nice. limited resources, so you have to you know kind of pick your battles and and hmm. all that. But there's I'll a, have to it's check a that out, then. yeah, it's like I, it, like Resident Evil if it was written by the guys who did X Files back in the day. Oh, so it's like sweet. like okay. like like Control is great. Control is fabulous. Uh, I think that's but on the PlayStation Plus collection. It is. Too. It is. It is, it is. Yeah. Control. Control is excellent. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for Alan Wake too, just for more more Alan Wake insanity. I think an apt description of Alan Wake um, is that it's an adult version of Luigi's Mansion. Because it's like that's <laughs> it's the same exact premise yeah, to where you're, you're using a flashlight, it, yeah. yeah, using a flashlight to kind of like Ghostbuster your way around while you're investigating. That's, different I, things. I sincerely hope they use that as a box quote. 
In fact, I hope they I, I hope I hope they bring back boxes just to use that quote. Just to use that quote. <laughs> just to, like they've released like they released like half a dozen physical copies and just to have that quote on the box. Super that, limited edition. Super limited edition. Hey, that's a thing now. So I mean, yeah, yep. it's limited it, run it, games does that stuff. Absolutely. I know there's a few that. other ones too, but I forget. I know limited run for sure. Could absolutely do that. Um Let's see, dude. I don't want to talk about Spider-Man quite yet because that's that's gonna. Spider-Man's like the big hype. It is the yeah, big. Yeah. Hi- it is the big hype. It is uh, the big hype. And and it's also it's it's it is my big hype as well. Um, mm. So before but before we get to that, uh, just a couple other kind of I'm just glancing through this list here because there's a bunch of cool things. Uh, I'm I'm shocked that they're doing another Talos principle. Like that seems that's that I was not expecting a sequel to that. I didn't even know. I'll be honest. I didn't even know what it was. I was just like, what is this? <laughs> I don't think anyone knows what it was. Game? Even the people what, that played what? it, huh? even the people that played the first one, don't know what the hell this is. Um, <laughs> so you know that that's exciting. Um, I like uh, you know I'm a sucker for Final Fantasy. I'm excited for the new one. Uh, I'd like to play it. And you know it's uh, I, I love me a good stupid JRPG, and this looks I do too. This I do looks too. absolutely I... brain dead, and I love it. I want to play it. I like how the battle system looks. And then I really did enjoy 15. I know some people didn't, but I really liked it because all the guys were hot. And in 16, the main pro tag is pretty hot. So I'm like, I think I need to play this game so that I can be hot pro tag. I have no idea what the story is all about. I just know that the pro tag is hot. Once I figured out what I go with. That's how I go about with my gaming a lot of the time, especially well, with my fighters. There, 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 there are worse <laughs> reasons to do things. Once I figured out what fifteen was, I really enjoyed it. But like when I went into when I went into it thinking it was going to be like. Final Fantasy X, like like the old school JRPG is like no, this is not at all Mm-mm. what this is, um, and it actually got me to listen to um, uh, Florence and the Machine. So you know, that, there's something for that as well. Um, Sebastian, what are what are some of the big ones that you're looking at? I know you said this is not the year of Sebastian, but you got you <laughs> no, got to no, like you got to like something on here. the on the AAA level. It's it's not quite the year of Sebastian, um, but like. On the indie level, and, you know, considering, like, that's a lot of what I kind of talk about in the single-player experience podcast and on, like, my, um, on what I write about on the ProNerdReport.com. But, like, yeah, like, on the indie level, we got a lot of really cool indies in this showcase. Um, I A lot of people are out overlooking it, but, like, Sword of the Sea is a phenomenal-looking mm, game. Yep. Um, a phenomenal-looking game made by the developers of Abzu and The Pathless and Journey. Journey one game of the year and it's it when it came out like this is a studio with a pedigree for putting out banger indie level games that punch way above its weight and sort of the sea looks like it's it's living up to that lineage um the plucky swat uh, squire is that one looks that's, great you know yeah it's it's been great. around the yeah it's been around the block um for a little bit now as far as like this wasn't the first reveal of that game by any means but like it looks great. A lot of people are seeing it for the very first time, and that's a game that it's it's going to perform a lot better than a lot of people anticipate. Because like you, what you saw in that showcase is only scratching the surface of everything that game kind of has to offer. And I, you know, like that is a strong contender for indie of the year in the same way that like Stray last year took a lot of people by surprise um, and kind of like one over the hearts of many in the same way that vampire survivors came at the end of the year last year that kind of like like blew everyone away like they there's some indies here that i think are like immaculately good um there but yeah those those two are probably like one of the biggest like one of the biggest like indie show like games we saw um also like um i 
you know, like, um, what was it? Um, Cats of the Caribbean? Yes. That was cute. <laughs> Yeah, Cats of the Caribbean, very Cat Quest. cute game. Cat Love Quest, it. Pirates of the Peribbean. There you go. Oh, there it was. There it was. There's, there's even, it's even more punny than you thought it was. Yeah, yeah, that looks really good. Um, it, you know, like, we only saw that very briefly. And then uh, Revenant Hill, which is, like, the latest game from the Night of the Woods people, um, looks very good as well. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of... I think there's a lot of really good, really smaller kind of like indie level games that a lot of people are kind of sleeping on and in when these games come out i think it's going to like blow a lot of people away but my i think the biggest takeaway from all this is like this you know a lot of people were disappointed with the the showcase um because we didn't get to see a whole lot of sony first party triple a games this was kind of a message um i don't know if y'all read the report that uh, about 60% of like the upcoming um, PlayStation budget for PlayStation Studios is going to be towards games as a service and multiplayer games. And I think this was kind of like a introduction to that new era and that new mindset. So what do y'all think about all that? First, I call, I, I saw that, uh, was it the sword one, the journey one, that one? Yeah, Sword of that, the Sea. I called that one Tony Hawk's Pro Journey because of all the skating and stuff. And I, I, it looks great. It looks beautiful. But I'm worried because, I mean, as beautiful as Journey is and Abzu, they are gorgeous games. They bored the mess out of me. They're so not for everyone, for sure. Yeah. I was bored out of my mind playing it, but it was so beautiful and cute. And I'm hoping with the new mechanic that they're showing with this game, with the sword surfing or hoverboard surfing and stuff like that, I'm like, ooh, I think I might... I, I don't know. That might be more fun. I, I might enjoy that a lot, actually. Maybe they'll be adding some, like cool like objectives and i don't know maybe some mini games to it who knows make it more you know interactive with the sword hoverboard half pipes. Yeah. <laughs> i think you'll get a little bit more gameplay and a little yeah. more meat on the bones considering like um they put out pathless and pathless was more focused on its gameplay elements than it was its aesthetic like mm-hmm. so i think i think you're they're starting to kind of figure out how to kind of integrate more dynamic gameplay with yeah. the the beautiful vibes and environments that they like put out yeah because every single game that's beautiful gorgeous artsy fartsy i love them you know they're gorgeous but i just every single one i just i'm like i I play it for like 10 seconds i swear (laughs) i'm just like (laughs) because it's not it's not catching my attention you know what i mean like what you said the dynamic the dynamic gameplay and stuff like that you know those are like you said it's not it's not for everyone but i will definitely give that one a try that one i'll definitely give a try that makes sense Mm. makes sense but yeah like what do y'all think of the new initiative there because like they came out of the gates with um a lot of their first party studios i would almost say like three first party studios had a multiplayer focus and a games as a service focus to it like as opposed to what we've seen traditionally from sony which has been a very much narrative focused single player experience um path there i love single player games i love narrative games they're fun. They're great. But I also do like multiplayer. So them doing more multiplayer, I'm 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 okay for that. I'm okay with that. Especially now that we've got cross-platform play go, going into a lot of games. Now I I like that a lot because then you know whatever games are not going to be exclusive and stuff like that. Uh, we're just we'll be able to play with everybody. I don't know. I, I need more multiplayer games, more that I would want to play. You know, and so I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the break from single-player games and you know, sticking with the multiplayer. I don't know if I liked the uh, Splatoon knockoff, that foam one. That one was... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Wasn't, that wasn't my favorite. 
Cool yeah, design, I, I guess, but eh, you know. <laughs> I think um I think a lot of people are worried, myself included, is because like well, a lot of people ask for more multiplayer are like the companies are pushing for more multiplayer, but like the numbers aren't really behind it. Like mm -hmm. you see games like um uh, Knockout City, for instance. Yeah. You see games um of that kind of ilk and these games as a service games come out they people play them for about four to five weeks yeah. and they drop off and they drop off and it's 60 percent of your overall budget it seems extreme for game for like games as a service hasn't necessarily proven itself and every time a big one's announced there's even there's either a bad stigma behind it i.e mm. like a suicide squad or there is like the, uh, there's an audience for it for about like a like basically like gum so to speak you know they like build, they build gum. up on the hype too much and then they see it's just like the other game that came out you know that's the problem with that though Multi multiplayer games is that everybody's trying to do something different but yet they still stick with the same kind of like gameplay features and stuff like that and you know gameplay models and whatnot and it that's i think that's that that, that contributes to the whole like you know people playing it for like two weeks three weeks not even a month go through a season and then be like, okay, this is, yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to do that. I can't continue. I don't know. I just don't yeah. want to see more battle Royale. <laughs> well, I, I think, I think what, I think we're going to keep seeing this stuff until Fortnite goes away Yeah. Be because, because honestly, that's what these, these companies are chasing and, mm -hmm. and they know that they know that they're not going to, they know most of the stuff is not going to hit. You know, yeah. back you know back before Fortnite, it was what was going to be the WoW killer, like what was going to be the new you know MMORPG that was going to you know dethrone you know World of Warcraft, and mm. now, and now it's all about Fortnite because it's like you only need one, like Fortnite makes billions of dollars for Epic, yeah, and and so these companies like they don't necessarily care if they're going to drop the budget that would normally go to a decent if not you know, f you know, fully triple a single player game. If they can drop that same amount of money and possibly make 10, 20 times as much money back th they're, they're fine with that. You know, it, they're fine if it fails because the other three that they're doing, you know, one of those might hit. And, and there's so much about that. That is, you know, we, uh, there's all these jokes about how loot boxes are gambling. These games <laughs> are loot boxes for the companies. Like they, 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 they are trying to make another hit because they know that if it does hit, you know the developers the are gonna, king. the de the dev developers are going to be buying their own private islands. You know it's it's yep. it's going to be nuts. So I, I it totally makes sense to me that they're doing service you know games as a service more multiplayer stuff, and I think also that there is you know the the infrastructure uh, both in terms of PlayStation Network. Um, as well as just general internet infrastructure, inter internet infrastructure. There we go. Has gotten to the point now where you can do more multiplayer games, and on top of that, things like Game Pass, things like PlayStation Plus, things like all of these people, they're getting the idea of the network and being online as part of, as an integral part of your gaming experience mm -hmm. is much more normalized now than it was even yeah. a few years ago. Like, you know, we always had the PlayStation homes and we always had the, the multiplayer games, but that was always, it was internal to a particular game. And, and there was going to be people like me and people like you, Sebastian, where it's like, I don't want to play with other people. And now, yeah. and now people are more comfortable with 
that more kind of communal space with especially because they they've reduced the social aspects of it which i think is the smart smart way to go because people suck uh but (laughs) but and so i i i think you're going to be seeing more and more of these multiplayer things just because the the network can actually hold it now now and, and also you know it it goes back to what I think I think uh, uh, Mao was saying earlier, where it was like multiplayer games and games of service are a hell of a lot easier to to patch in a socially acceptable way. Mm-hmm. You know the yeah. event the Avengers game, huge flop, <laughs> huge <laughs> flop. But but they were able to continue working on it in a way that if if Spider Man was as bad as Avengers was, they would have just abandoned that game. They would have just been, forget it, we're not even going to bother doing DLCs, we're not going to do any sort of polish or any sort of tweaks on it at all, we're just going to abandon it. Avengers, there's that possibility of of maintaining it in a way that the audience isn't necessarily going to see as we're fixing our mistakes. It's like, I, here's, I here's more content. Look at No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky definitely no Man's Sky. fixed it. That's a, no that's Man's Sky is a great example of that. I think you're right, but I also think like there's a little more nuance here to where like I think once those games do come out and they are broken or buggy, and we've seen more instances to where like we've seen more instances of Avengers and um and like games like that to where they come out, they do have a chance to fix it, but the audience just does it's not there care. anymore because yeah. there's a big five of multiplayer's and. You're not breaking that mold of the big five, but then you have like games like Anthem, Avengers, mm-hmm. um, even mm-hmm. Gotham Knights to a lesser extent, like um, Knockout City. These are just games off the top of my head, man. Mm-hmm. You, you do research and like more of these are dying by the day. Um, and if these are games that like they're putting it out, they're trying to chase the golden goose. But like I think they're chasing a trend that was there five years ago that's not there anymore. You look at the biggest selling like games of this year and the most trending games this year. Fortnite is amongst the conversation, but it's not necessarily like number one right now. Mm-hmm. Like Hogwarts Legacy came out and did gangbusters as a single player narrative experience. You look, did, did y'all see the number for Tears of the Kingdom? I don't even like Tears of the Kingdom, but did you see the number for it? Three days and ten million. You know, yeah. But it, but by three the, days, yeah, but. First off, I thank you for starting with you're right, uh, but yeah. <laughs> but I also think like both the Avengers and the Tears of the Kingdom example highlights the power of existing franchises. Aven- uh, yeah, if Avengers, if Avengers, if you put a, a, a Avengers that Avengers game out without the the Marvel branding, if it was just superheroes. <laughs> it would have it would have it would have been it would have been like a fart in church it just would not have worked it, it and, would have been in like the dollar bin over at like a, like a, you know yeah, or something yeah like exactly and the same and the same goes for tears of the kingdom uh you know tears of the kingdom I, it might be a great game i'm i haven't played it i'm not making any judgments it is about amazing. it I, I'm, I'm not <laughs> making any yeah, i'm not making any judgments amazing. about it but I but, it. but i'm saying like you there's also that thing where it's like and same goes with hogwarts legacy which we were not going to deal with uh all all, everything going on with that but also again if if hogwarts legacy if that was generic magician game you wouldn't see the numbers no so i mean you have a point but on the uh, to counterpoint that though like 
the PlayStation is not doing known IPs with most of their multiplayer incentives for the sure, first party absolutely. portfolio. Yep. yep. Like Last of Us Factions and a rumored Horizon game is it. Like you look at the showcase, like what we're talking about for the the topic of the show, like a lot of these new IPs are new IPs. Mm-hmm. So it's like the known quality thing, I'm with you there, but they're not using that model for the for for going forward. And it's also like that the known quality thing is not necessarily helping like in not necessarily helping a lot of games in the business in general you look sure. at suicide squad that's tainted right now like mm-hmm. it is it's not just a quality thing it's just like the, that game that like ever the discourse about that game completely is just like who wants it like who's asking for this type of game <laughs> in, in 2023 it's like like can you name me a new games as a service game that's upcoming right now that people are excited for? <laughs> I known IP or not? Like yeah, just no, I, I'm I'm with. When I count Honkai Star Impact, that's games of service, right? Which one? Am I wrong? Honkai Star Impact isn't that isn't that a games of service? I mean, it's free to play and yeah, it's got, like, yeah, gotcha mechanics and stuff like that. And I know a lot of people were excited about that. Yeah, but then no, again, I, they had. The, Isn't that also um, mobile though? Too? They you know they got like three games already. So yeah, okay. Again, yeah, I, I guess franchises. And, and I'm and I'm certainly not defending games of service. I think I th- I'm with you, Sebastian. I I love my single player games, and and I'm fine with just being them being done <laughs> you know like this is it and yeah. and i don't want to have to buy anything um so so i get that and and yeah i'm certainly not defending um it just seems like a ridiculous business model though at the, at this point because like you're already like leaving the the charge in the industry especially if you're comparing your first party portfolio with microsoft like my at this point like you're going like you microsoft is doing what playstation is trying to do with the multiplayer stuff and then like xbox is trying to chase after what sony's been doing with like the first party single player narrative adventure games right now and it's like dude are you are you not like seeing the numbers here like your your console is selling all these things you the biggest games that's selling on your platforms right now are these are like the games like the last of us god of war mm-hmm. horizon ratchet and click and i'm like what are you doing man i'm like you're you're chasing after uh, a games as a service trend in a like that's not even there anymore. Well, as much as I would love to get in a diatribe about video game companies and capitalism, we're going to yeah. uh, we're going to keep moving here because I want to talk about <laughs> Spider Man because Spider-Man. I I loved the first I love I, I, lo- I love the Spider Man <laughs> game. I thought it was it was probably my favorite game of the year that it came out, which the actual year escapes me right now. But, uh, you know, it was, it it was another one of those where it it just like, they could have completely whiffed it and they, they absolutely did not. And so you take that pedigree and then with Spider-Man two, you add in one of my absolute favorite franchises that is never going to see the light of day ever again but was was a staple uh, for me in the the PS3 era and possibly PS4. I'd have to double check when they came out because again, the days they all blend together, uh, which is Prototype. Oh yeah, Prototype. I remember that. You know, game. I loved those games. I loved those open world like Crackdown and Prototype infamous. and Infamous. Like I love infamous. those op- mm-hmm. those open world, just wreck crap games. Yeah. 
And 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 I swear to God, if people are listening, if uh, if uh, whoever owns the still owns the rights to Hulk Ultimate Destruction, bring that to PS5. That was the greatest <laughs> version of the of that type of game, simply because as the Hulk, you could grab a car, rip it in half, and put both halves on each of your feet on each, on on each of your fists, and use them as, as awesome. like, yeah, boxing gloves. Yeah, yeah I'm like like that. like that yeah. needs to happen. That needs to happen, and I need that in in glorious 4K. Uh, but but anyway, so they're adding one of my favorite games. They're adding one of my favorite franchises to it, and they're also adding Craven yeah, to that, which moment. which which makes sense because he's going to be in the next uh, Spider-Man movie. But yeah. also, I just enjoy that character. So they're really making this for me. So you're welcome. Every, <laughs> you're welcome, everyone. Thank you. you know, just please, you know, kick me a couple bucks for as a thank you, uh, whenever you feel like. Uh, I mean this this has got to be the game to beat this year i mean granted they haven't released they haven't done a release date yet as far as i know but it's coming out this year right yeah it's it's fall 2023 and you know it's funny you should say that because like um i don't think most people think this is the game to beat this year like i well those people are wrong that's fine tears of the kingdom tears of the kingdom game of the year year. but you see the year i don't agree with that breath of the wild got game of the year and now tears of the kingdom is out and it's even better than breath of the wild so they say and i'm saying that's game of the year Holy crap. I, I don't agree guys. with that, like, personally. Like, I, you know, I I understand the the love and, ad, like, admiration that game gets, and it's deservedly so. It's it's a remarkable game. I don't like Tears of the Kingdom, and nor do I like Breath of the Wild, but, like, you know, um, but, like, Spider going with Spider-Man, this is really amazing, because, like, I like how coy they're being with the, the story. I like how... Because, like, what you see is not always what you get. Like, they, this was very reminiscent of how, like, they did the the trailer for Spider-Man 2018 to where, like, Mr. Negative was at the forefront of that, just like Craven the Hunter was here. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Negative was not the main bad guy that game. Just like, Spoilers. I don't think the main bad guy is going to be Craven the Hunter. It's, it is really cool how they're kind of doing, doing that. Um, I also like, you know, it looks like they're adopting one of, one of the, Craven's best comic book stories, which is Craven's Last Hunt, and it's so interesting how they're adapting different things and kind of like taking Craven's Last Hunt, um, also kind of like being coy with the storyline and also like the the nuances and the improvements of like the gameplay mechanics. Because uh, um, a lot of people were coming into Spider-Man Two uh, after, especially after playing Miles Morales and saying like. You gave Miles Morales a lot of different really cool abilities in his game. Like, how do you go back to playing Peter? Like, how do you make Peter interesting again? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it, it, not just the symbiote. It's, like, the way they're using gadgets here and the way they upgraded the, some of the gadgets there are remarkable. But it's really it's it's phenomenal. I want to hear your thoughts. What do you all think about this one? Spider-Man is my favorite. I can't wait. I'm going to cry if I play it. <laughs> That's all I can say. I'm, re- I'm psyched. I'm psyched. I- I'm very, very psyched. I saw the trailer earlier. I-, I was losing my mind. I love the mechanics. I love swinging through New York. I loved everything about that, about the first one. And Miles Morales was really, really good. So I- I- I'm, I'm going to assume that Spider-Man 2 is going to be even better. Yeah, I need to. Yeah. F- I need to finish it's Miles Spider-Man. Morales. I, I start. I started it and then was distracted by something. You know, some shiny. Soundtrack is so good in that game. Some what shiny you get Distracted by it's like eight hours. You you have no idea. I I am like an I'm like an ADHD elemental 
some days it's it's not oh, i feel uh, that yeah it's mm-hmm. it's yeah i've i i there's a picture of me somewhere playing three games at the same time <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's uh you know that uh, that doesn't surprise but yeah no i do need to finish that uh because i did enjoy the uh just the main spider-man game so much mm-hmm. and I you know I'm I'm with you and it's it's funny that we kind of keep coming back to this this notion of the fact that I don't follow hype at all uh and and I'm my my Marvel knowledge is not terribly deep other than other than I think X-Men I'm I'm fairly competent with but beyond that I'm I'm not fairly fairly versed in that and because I didn't watch any of the Spider-Man trailers I thought they made up Mr. Negative for the game when he came oh, up. Oh no. <laughs> so, I mean, I've since learned, you know, about him and all mm. that and, and, and all that, but it was like, that was a complete shock to me. And, and so, and so it's just funny that it was like, I had no idea that he was such a prominent part of the, the, uh, the, the marketing for that. Because when, when it was revealed in the game, I was like, who is this guy? I've never heard of him. Uh, it's, it seems kind of odd, you know, and, and like I bought into the, the, the reveal, uh, wholeheartedly. So that's, uh, so that was exciting for me, but no, it's the, 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 this spider, like I want, this should be the games of service. This is what I want no. as the games of service because no. what I no, but I, but it, but when I say that is I want, I just want one game. I just I just want one game and just live in that game and they just keep giving me new things in that game forever. That that's what I want. Oh, no. That's that's Yeah, no. No, I mean, yeah, you're right cuz it's an open world game too. It's an open like, world game. For example, uh Genshin Impact, open world game, games of service game. That game they keep every year they've been adding new expansions to it. You get new places to explore and it's still just ex- I don't know. I I'm still playing it. My my I'm my still ins- it. my insane fever dream is Spider-Man 2 goes GTA Online level. Oh, <laughs> man, so you're cool. part of the problem. Spider-Verse. <laughs> Spider-Verse. You get the Spider-Verse. I want the Spider-Verse. I want the Spider-Sonas, and we go sp- around oh, online, yes, like, swinging. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be so cool. I'd be so down for that. Absolutely. Oh, oh yeah. That'd now, be the shit. Now, I y'all are insane. Now, now, are now insane. I just want to... like socializing, man. Socializing is fun, man. At least I, I, I do. No, <laughs> I just, no, I just, no, I just want to keep advocating for this just to hurt Sebastian at this point. Like, that's really what <laughs> this crazy, is. It's crazy, though, because I'm like... The thing that makes, like, this Spider-Man great and, like, the thing that really, like, makes it stand out above all other, the, all other like, Spider-Man games, and quite frankly, a lot of other superhero games, is, like how much effort they put into the story and you don't see that with games as a service game oh like, no you don't see that i'm, I'm with like no one's talking about genshin the impact story genshin's deep. genshin is deep i yeah, will tell you no, genshin's yeah. super deep when it comes genshin, to the story yeah, genshin's it its whole other uh whole other thing we could do a whole separate show about that whole can of worms, but yeah. but <laughs> but when i when but and when i say i want spider-man 2 as a games of service i want that level of of detail that is in the single player game to continue until I'm sick of it. I want, I, oh, I want, I want there to be a Sony Spider-Man two division. I want them to have just all Spider-Man, just all spider That's all this. That's all these people do It's more Spider-Man for Evan. That's what it should. That's the, that's, they should just call it that. <laughs> just call it that. It's fine. Um, no, I Spider Man Two Evanverse. That no, no, <laughs> no, because that, impl- that implies that implies there's more than one of me, and again, no one wants that. 
The crazy <laughs> thing is, you're getting it, man. You don't, you're not appreciating it. You haven't beat Mouse yet. You know, like you're already getting the Spider Verse. Insomniac has made you two Spider Man. I know. Games. No, Insomniac I, is amazing, and I'm, their games are just phenomenal, and they're yes. beautiful, and they're fun, and they can still do it in a multiplayer fashion. It'd be amazing. Here, here's oh, the thing. No. Here's the thing. Because I'm an emotional creature, this is what we're gonna. I'm gonna finish this thought on when I platinumed Spider Man. Mm. And uh-huh. I saw that there was nothing left to do. I was so distraught. I was so like, I, it, it broke part of my soul to know that I've that. done this. I'm finished with this. No, I feel that. And so it's like, I just want more content and, and, and don't let my, my faffing around on miles Morales dissuade, you know, convince you that I am, I am, I, I have issues other than just attention. Uh, but it's, it, like I want, I, I just want more. That's just what I want. Can't, can't, can't I just have more? Is that too this much is to I ask? With Streets of Rage, I'm done with Streets of Rage Four. I platinum the game. I beat the DLC. I want more. I need You're, more. If Sonic is about to give y'all, they're about to give you Spider Man Two. They're already about to give you Wolverine. And I bet you, like, based on like the cadence that they they've been working on, like this game, Spider Man Two, is probably going to lead to Gwen Stacy. Sure, sure, absolutely. That's great. Yeah, no, give, give, give. So there's there's a great story about um, uh, World War Two during the when Britain was working on the the Enigma machine and they were trying to crack it and all this stuff and they're trying to break all the the German coding. And Winston Churchill goes and visits the uh, uh, Bletchley Street, which is basically their their code breaking world or their code breaking building. And they were explaining like their processes and here's everything they do and all this stuff. And, and Winston Churchill wrote a note, I forget who, who it was, but he wrote a note to someone in the government uh, about Bletchley Park. And, he, and the, the entire note was give them what they want. Like he was so impressed by what they were doing. He's like, give them unlimited budget. That's what I want Insomniac to have. I give it, give them, give them, Alabama. I don't care. I just give them whatever needed they need to keep giving me more Spider-Mans. Yeah, it's just it's crazy though. It's like it's like I understand this. Like I understand. I don't think you do. Like I don't think you do. No, I'm probably like (laughs) you heard my knowledge of Spider-Man. I'm dropping comic (laughs) book knowledge, man. Like I'm I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. I'm like I'm over the moon about it. I'm gonna see Into the Spider-Verse immediately. Like you can pump it into Mm -hmm. my like blood veins, but like. I, I also have the Platinum for Miles and for Spider-Man 2018 on PS4 and PS5. But I, I love this game. But, like, I, you know, like, there's not a lot of quality with games as a service versus, like, what we get with a high-level AAA budget machine that is, like, in, in what Insomniac does. And I'm like, if you take what they do and you games as a service it, like, that, they cease to be the same thing. It's like... What you're going to do right now is the same thing that happened with Halo Infinite. Yeah, but I don't. And Halo, I, I don't like and Halo. Halo's I don't, never the same. Man. I don't like Halo, so I don't care what happens to that. I don't. I don't, I don't play Halo. I don't, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, they can do whatever they want. I don't care. I play Destiny though. I like Destiny, but Halo. One last yeah. thought. I, I just want to bring this up before we wrap this up here. Uh, <laughs> uh, I am t- and speaking of Halo, it actually works well. I am tickled to no end. The grand circle of life that has brought uh, Marathon to PS5. Yes. Uh, because, so you have Bungie doing a PC-only shooter. They go on to Halo. They go on to do Halo, the 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 landmark 
Xbox title, the thing that basically put Xbox on the map. And now they're doing, now they're releasing a re-release of their first game on PlayStation Five. That just amuses me to no end because that's I, really funny. I, I enjoy. It looks cool. It looks cool. I, I don't think this is a good. Showcase. I didn't even know that was that was a that was a. It's a remake. I didn't even know that. Oh, I, I don't know yeah. if it's a remake, but it's or like it's a new like it's it. a new one. It's basically the next marathon. I don't know if it's a remake of the original I, or. I if never it's, even. They've I been even they've been very it. they've been very cagey about everything just because and I mean they're it, they're doing a whole reveal game like you know I, I remember there was something like the stream had to have an exact number of stream of uh, viewers and then it would reveal. The the thing and then it you gotta oh. decipher the video to get more clues on things it's yeah it's they're great for those ARG stuff uh, but uh, um, but I just it I sounds just like you in. you paid attention to some hype there man be careful I'm I'm just reading this article while you were jabbering on about something <laughs> I don't I, I tuned you out and I was reading an article so no I'm y'all kidding. multiplayer gamers man y'all just want it all y'all want it all multiplayer games are fun I like like I said I like just playing games and being able to be in the comfort of my own home and then I'm playing a multiplayer game with a friend or chat and we're hanging out we're having a good time, you know especially when it comes to fighting games and beat-em-ups I want more fighting games and beat-em-ups to have uh, multi-platform play so that I can enjoy them with my friends because I have so many friends that tell me I don't play fighting games and I'm like well let me show you I don't have it though well let's find a way to get it <laughs> Man, y'all already are feasting on the multiplayer side, and y'all are already trying to eat up, eat up more of our single player games. Okay, how about how about another multiplayer slash somewhat single player game, Dragon's Dogma Two? Oh yeah, I'm psyched for that one too, and that is multiplayer, but it's not. Well, at least the first one wasn't. It's not like you actually played with somebody. You used their pawns, and you go around exploring this Dark Souls esque world, you know, trying to kill this dragon that stole your heart, and it's super hard and it's a, pretty much a solo player experience, and it's still multiplayer. I like the first one. It, it, you know, fun. not quite as much as like Dragon Age, but I think it's a very, very good fantasy game. Um, we need that. We need more of those in the space right now. We haven't had like an Elder Scrolls for a very long time. Dragon yeah. Age doesn't look like it's coming anytime soon. So I'm happy to see this. This was. I'm a not, really a, fun I'm not a hard fantasy person, and Dragon's Dogma was like the one game that got me. Because so, it has a multiplayer element. No, to it, girl. no, so, no. So, it's because it was made by Capcom, and I love Capcom. <laughs> that's fair. Gotcha. That's fair. Now, a point of clarification on my part, and then we will wrap this up. I, I am not pro multiplayer. I, 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 I hate other people, and you know, it's. <laughs> I have no interest in having them interfere with my gaming. I play video games to get away from people. That's fine. What all yep. I'm asking for? All I'm asking for is a dedicated team of experts crafting glorious content for me specifically that's all i'm asking i got you i got you, you i don't need to go back and play web of shadows man that sounds like more of your day. <laughs> oh my god i just i is it is it I, really too much to ask to bend a, a multi-billion dollar company to my specific will is that is that really is that where no, we are no. as a country is that where we are as a country that i can't i can't demand that i mean damn it does it right you know, I want Rival Schools 3. When are we going to get Oh, there that? we Wait. go. Come on, give me my Rival I'd be, Schools. I'd be down for that. I'd be down for that, too. Oh, I enjoyed Rival true. Schools back in the day. Hell, yeah. Well, give me some done. bully, man, if we're talking about schools. <laughs> the next hour will be just us naming things that we want. I think that's... Yeah, that's good. I want this. I want that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll but say, I will we'll say, say like, that for the, the Christmas show. showcase was good, though. Like, I, I, 
Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of games for everybody. Um, I know I've been a cantankerous old man right now, but like, yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. Um, whether or not you're a multiplayer gamer or a single player gamer, there's a lot of good, good games there. A lot, there's something for everybody, and I, I think like that's been understated. And mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Like, whether or not I didn't pop for Street Fighter, but I'm glad that like the the fighting fans really loved it. Like, there's a survival horror like representation here, like. Like Final Fantasy 16 looks amazing. Like especially considering they added like a Game of Thrones type element to the story as well. So I'm like, there. It's like we're eating good in the games industry, and it's it's we're all the better for it. See, this is why Sebastian and I get along because he makes a lot of food references. So I love food. Yeah, yeah. I make a lot of food references too. Actually, Perfect. I eat a lot of food. So Perfect. Delicious. Perfect. Tell me all about it. I would I'd love to hear it. Food is great. Tell me all about your Twitch channel. Yeah, my Twitch channel. We hang out and we play games. We play mostly fighting games, beat 'em up games, especially classic games. And I love to sing along to my games. So if I'm playing, oh, that's like, fun. if I'm playing retro games, I will sing along to the music. And everything's like Mega Man. I'll make up my own lyrics and stuff. I was that's gonna fun. say, I was gonna say, are you doing lyrics or are you just going da 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 da? Oh, or... I'm doing both. Oh, okay, okay, good. <laughs> depending, depending on the mood, like if someone comes in and raids my channel, Mega Man. Hey, welcome to the channel. How are you doing, guys? Welcome and have a fun time at my place or something like that. Just some crazy stuff like that. But nice. Yeah, Your personality's yeah. infectious. I love it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I do. I stream. I stream weeknights. I, I'm trying to start more so like 7 p.m. Central Time on Twitch. Follow so me what, what what can we catch you streaming like in the next week or so? Uh, most likely Streets of Rage Four. Okay. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge or Street Fighter Three Third Strike. That's what I've been playing oh, lately. Okay, that's fun. Yeah, those are my jams. And you can find that it's uh, Kunikumao. Uh, Kunikumao. Kini, Kunikumao. I, I yep. mistyped K-I-N-N-I-K-U-M-A-O. it. K-I-N-N-I-K-U-M-A-O. You can find me on Twitch through there. Or Twitter, even. And we will... Instagram. We'll, 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 put show, we'll put links to that in the show notes for people uh, to Hell check yeah. out if they weren't... If they didn't have a pen and paper ready for that, for that spelling. Yeah. Um, and uh, Sebastian, the Pro Nerd Report... Yeah, man, you can catch me at the. You can catch all the written work of the Pro Nerd Report, where I mostly review like indie games, some big games here and there. Um, you can also catch me at the Single Player Experience podcast, where we talk about like the single player games that you should definitely be checking out. We also have some really cool guests on there, like some really cool guests, some really cool streamers, some really cool um, um, influencers as well. So definitely check that out. We are doing a expose where we're talking uh, we just did one with lamar wilson where we talked about his favorite games and unboxings of all time so we had um we had him on there we've also done um some really cool uh, really cool gamers and we've had people from um naughty dog and insomniac onto the show so if you want to get some dev deep dives as well we're doing that on the indie level and on the triple level triple uh, a level so check us out there in the meanwhile i've been sebastian the prince of podcasts and thank you all for having me man Right on. So you you know someone at Somniac? Can you like pitch them my idea that I was just talking about? <laughs> yeah. I, I you know like your idea is so detrimental to where how I gave. I don't know if I wanna. <laughs> I thought I thought we were buddies. What the hell? We are. We if are. I, if, if, if 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 the situation reversed, I'd do it for you. But no. Would would you? I would. <laughs> I absolutely would. I would. I okay. value friendship. Damn huh? it. Okay. I got you. I got you. Maybe, maybe I can tell him to put more DLC in the books. 
so you can get more Spider-Man. Yeah, more Spider-Man. Just, 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 get yeah. a get a season pass going, so you can constantly have that feed that you're hoping for. Yeah, all just, right. just I just need a, a drip. I just need a drip of content. <laughs> That's all I want. Yeah. Can yeah. I do one plug on my end? Absolutely, go yeah, for it. For sure. All right, you guys need to go to Two D Con. That's right. right. Yes, Two D Con. Two D Con. Uh, and it, it sounds like you're saying TiddyCon, which is a different no, convention no, altogether. No, no. Exactly Come to 2DCon. 2D. August 25th. August 25th through the 27th at the Hyatt Regency in Minneapolis. You guys got to go. Everybody should go. It's super fun. It is, it is a super I, fun not show. Lie. I thought that was an OnlyFans sort of thing. I was... <laughs> <laughs> no. Only fans of video games and wow, esports nice. events. Nicely done. I love the way, mm. I love the way you pivoted. I love Ni- that. Nicely done. I, th- I think mm-hmm. saying more would just ruin that moment. So That's, thank you. As, that is what we do. We thank you all for listening. We will have more yeah. content about 2DCon or TiddyCon. 2DCon. Uh, 2D not 2DCon. It's, it's, not, it's not a Facts of Life fan convention either. That's that's a different one altogether. Two D Con fighting fans only. F- uh, yes. What? Anyway, what? I'm so I'm so confused. So we're just gonna go. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thanks for having me. Come to the See ya. Megadad's checkpoint is powered by Pants and part of Megadads.org, where the season pass just gets you one of those little salt packets because we're cheap, but we love puns. Oh, man, you're part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs>